This time on the Popular Parallax. Prepare the master all personnel to escape hatches. Break out the rafts. Lash them to the deck. We'll use them as shelters until the fleet arrives. Navigator. The Hidden Universe. back to the Popular Parallax. I'm Jerrica Lala, and with me, Captain Nancy, you have nearly a hundred naval vessels operating in the North Atlantic right now. Your aircraft had dropped enough sonar boys that a man could walk from Greenland to Iceland to Scotland without getting his feet wet. Now shall we dispense with the bull? Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Hidden World is actually also what I call my butthole. In the bedroom. <laughs> Well, that dispensed with all the bull. Thank you so much for joining us this Bye. week. Bye. Doesn't get any better from here, folks. <laughs> wow. Hello, Hello. Jerrica. Hi. How you Nancy. doing on this on this sweaty, sweaty day? I'm doing great. I love the hot weather. Oh. I've been out standing outside, walking. Yeah. Going to the grocery, Just, coming back. Mm-hmm. Getting Lo- I, moist. I, lo- I really do love it because I kind of suffer a bit in the winter. It's like fucking 30 below. Right, I'm yeah. like, I hate all of this. Yeah, so I, just, I, yeah. I don't mind this. I don't mind this. It's nice. The humidity it's, really in the undercarriage the area. It's, it's the humidity. <laughs> it is. I'm from Alberta. This shit kills me. I'm you, But you have heat. to build up for pride. I do, yeah. Because yeah. that's the sweatiest day of the year. Yeah, so I just sit in a sauna for three hours a yeah, day. Trying there you to start, go. I'm acclimatizing, you Breathing know. Breathing in a liquid form so yes. you don't drown in sweat. Mm-hmm. And I'm also screaming the whole time so yeah. I can get ready for the parade. Yeah. Much like one of our two movies today. So today we're going to the underwater universe. An abyss, if you will. Glug, glug. The first film, also called... The Abyss. It was alive. It was like a, like a dance of light. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I don't think they mean us any harm. I don't know how I know that. But we all see what we want to see. Coffee looks and he sees hate and fear. You have to look with better eyes than that. Written and directed by our favorite anti-hero of the directing world, James Cameron. Canadian, a douche, all the things you don't expect just coming out of that white middle-aged brain. And here we go. Wow. It's like, I want a submarine full of delightful stereotypes. Mm-hmm. You totally. can see, the, like, it's like this enclosed metal space. Mm-hmm. And again, it's very much like space. Mm-hmm. Outside is, is death. Yeah. And you're in this, this claustrophobic space with... People an assortment. Never asked yeah, an assortment of characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, creates is a great plot device. Creates a really interesting story. You stick yeah. people in a room together, boom, you're gonna get something. Something's gonna go wrong. Oh yeah, and it does. And it does. And a lot of things go wrong. Very interesting. Um, I feel like our two movies have differing views of the military for sure. In, to yeah, a degree. yeah, to a degree, for sure. To They're both anti-war. Definitely. Very anti-war. And James Cameron largely is an anti-war director. Like, there's, yes, there's a lot of anti-violence but themes But these, I feel like, where our other film shows a very controlled military, <laughs> this one show, wants to show what can happen, how dangerous it can be if, a, if military officers, like, go rogue. Yeah. Uh, because they have, they have too much, a lot of training, a lot of power. And it's an interesting combination And what of... happens when somebody not that bright gets cut off from a chain of command and is then in command. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And because we've got uh, civilians, so it's it's these... Uh, I don't exactly... I don't know. They're... They work on an oil rig. They're like rig. petrol engineers. Okay, Like okay, petroleum yeah. engineers. Right, so they're not um, really deep-sea divers. They work on an underwater rig. Yeah, but it's sort of an experimental uber deep rig. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Uh, was designed by Lindsay, played by the beautiful, stunning Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. 
and she gets a real great introduction to the film. Come, <laughs> comes off a helicopter wearing high heels. First of all, James Cameron, what the damn fuck? right, what damn the actual right, fuck? Because you want to show it's a lady getting off that. She means business. She's here and she's ready to set these boys straight. Yeah. Then we get Chris Elliott, a very young Chris Elliott, aka the mayor from Shit's Creek. Yep. His first line is. Oh no, look who's with them. It's the queen bitch of the universe. Queen bitch. Great. She gets referred to as a bitch about three more times oh, in the next yeah. five minutes, yeah. which is lovely. And then she refers to herself as a bitch later on. It's she. She's given an impossible task in this movie. And yeah. I, I, yeah. She doesn't do that bad to No, me. she does a great job. Because she does, especially beginning, shows a lot of screaming in men's faces. Yeah. But... <laughs> I mean, this is a woman pushed to the edge by people who say bitch and baby all the time. Yeah. When she's a fucking petroleum engineer who's designed a fucking submarine. Yeah. I think I think he didn't he didn't write a, a real woman because I don't know if he knows how to write a real woman looking mm. at his his track record. Yeah. But so yeah, for the first ten minutes she's just mad and then it just kind of drops. And I think that's in the writing. It's he's just giving her inconsistent yeah, character traits. Yeah, I, I guess I'm a little, I'm a little more because I just feel like once she gets into a place where the professionalism is forced, right. she does her job. Yeah, she is causing drama with like Ed Harris, her ex husband, mm-hmm. but she's not going to cause drama like moving the ship around. And stuff. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? When she gets like, in an she, environment, she's she's like in her. Yeah, element she's there. she's just going to do the job correctly. Yeah, and she's really good at her job. Yeah, but yeah. she will turn around and like call somebody a scumbag. But yes, when yeah, they, when they yeah. deserve it. Yeah. And then um, again, this this is, reminds me of Aliens because Cameron likes to also have another woman who's like one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. Can't none of these guys want to fuck her because come on, but they can still call her baby because. <laughs> Be kind of condescending and misogynistic to her. But I like her too. Just like I like the gal in Aliens who has like the biggest muscles I've ever seen on a human female. Yeah, no, she's she's great. Yeah, Yeah. and this this girl's uh Kimberly Scott. Yeah. Yeah, always the woman who's one of the guys. Yeah, she plays uh Lisa one night standing. (laughs) And she wears overalls and cowboy hat, even though she's African American. I love too. Sure. She likes listening to all that country music. And I'm like, this is a very interesting choice for the. She sells it. Not a not a hint of a southern accent. Well, but she's sure, very convinced. Like the one thing you could say, maybe he writes humans a little stupid. We've seen this in all of his films, but he gets he has an eye for the people. He does because no, she yeah. sells it right. You're just yeah. like, okay, yeah. I just go along with it, and you you get a real heart of gold thing off of her. Totally. As well. Yeah. And then we've got Ed Harris uh, as our leading man, who I think yeah. does. A great job. Yeah, he's, I think he's good. great. Yeah, yeah he's Ed Harris good. is pretty Ed Harris money is daddy. in the bank. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, he could get it. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Let's. Uh, Should we think about the line? age difference between him and Mary Elizabeth? Because oh, I probably don't want. I don't no, know. Let's do it. Let's I don't want to think about it because no, Mary it looks out. much younger to me now than when I saw this film as a child. <laughs> He's only eight years older than her. Okay. So not too bad. Then it's not as gross as I thought. Yeah, he, not, not too bad. He too looks bad. like her father to me. Well, I think he's he had a tough bald. life. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think he's always had that and same hairline. And she's so, like, see-through, medieval painting lady. Very, very yeah. classic beauty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they do a she's good job. She's But yeah, so this, this sub goes missing. The, an the, American sub. An American sub goes missing. Because they, they have an encounter they have a close encounter of some kind oh. underwater. Well, and- I, I think what happens is there's... I was a bit confused, but I, I was reading the script, actually, the screenplay. Right. And what essentially the screenplay says is that there's this, like, sonic boom from this light that is very close encounters. Very close encounters. Yeah, yeah, as soon yeah. as it happens, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like the lights from Close Encounters. Um, and then that, like, slams them into this rock right. face. Because they're, they're kind of, like, threading the needle. They're going through this very... And the thing's really close to them for a while, too. Yeah. And it makes this, like, sort of underwater wave that yes. shoves the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, there's That's, this... Uh, that scene's real scary, too. Like, this shit... Oh, yeah, as it's drowning and all the, the water's filling the so sub. It's so scary it's to tense. me. I yeah. hate when water's pouring in, but also everything's on fire. It's like the worst <laughs> of both worlds. <laughs> no, I'm like... It is really How did the fire scary? start? Just, what Because it's just like there's no escape. This, You're gonna yeah. die in, in this tin can. Either by asphyxiation 
yeah. by fire or by water. Yeah. None of which are pleasant ways to go. No. I think, I think actually smoke inhalation would be the best because you just pass out, I guess. Yeah. And your lungs might just cripple. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's real bad. It's real gross. They're, they have to go find it. There's no, they, but they need to do it quick because there's a hurricane coming. So there's an, this oil rig that's real close. They're like, well, we're going to send I always you think down. hurricane should only be named after ladies. <laughs> I put a pencil on my desk and I just slammed my forehead right into it. Fred, huh? I don't know about that. Maybe let's call it Hurricane Lindsay. <laughs> Jesus fucking man. <laughs> Women are stupid. Honestly. Uh, so then, yeah, so they commission these oil rig people to go find it, but then they also bring on these four Navy SEALs, and that's right. our inciting incident. Um, the lead Navy SEAL, is it Colonel Coffee? Colonel <laughs> Coffee. Is, is it really? Yeah, is there I, I is it Sergeant? Coffee, let's find out. Maybe Lieutenant. Oh, Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Yeah. I was oh, like, Colonel Coffee Colonel sounds Coffee. like Clue. Played by Michael Bine, also Kyle Reese from the original Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. He had a pretty good career yeah. uh, in the I 90s. personally was a fan, but Nancy. Holy God. Didn't Love it. <laughs> Just broad strokes. Oh, yeah. Real broad yeah. strokes. A lot of twitchy eyes. Yeah, a lot of repeating of the lines and a real slow, but like yeah. deep voice. Well, and they did, they preempt by saying, you know, look out, because sometimes right. people go down, you get. Um, it's like underwater, like psychosis, because yeah. it's like the pressure gets to your head. You don't pressurize pre- properly, and yeah, then, you get the shakes, you get sweaty. I think they say you just go bonkers. Any, there's all kinds of things that can happen with pressurization, like sure. that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you, you get, it does you affect the, your brain and your thoughts. If you depressurize too fast, you can get the bends. Exactly. Uh, which I learned from scuba diving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, for sure, a real thing, and like yeah. a great device. And I wish, and I don't know if this was him or Cameron, but I wish you would have trusted him more. To start with because yeah. that would have made it scarier when he did start to go sideways you would have yeah. been like fuck me yeah because it was pretty much right away well, he's like oh there's a shaking hands he's a douchebag right away yeah. even when he's above ground you yeah. get the sense that he's like kind of a hard ass and he's kind of mean and stuff and then as soon as they're under he's like gripping a pen so you can see that he's not shaking and I feel like they give it away really fast too soon I think too soon and yeah. then he almost has like he has to start sliding so by the end he's just a twittering Blinking. He goes mess. like real Jack Nicholson in The Shining, but Totes. like too far. He's and also, they put the a shirt row. on him that like is a tear at the. Oh, that was my favorite like, part. Bleh. His like tits hanging out. I was I like, yeah. But, but it's like, would like how would they not realize like something is wrong with this man? Uh, yeah. Because when his even, clothes are deteriorating. He's not changing. He's it's, sweating like a pig. They, they even say at one point they're like, he's showing signs. Yeah, they, like, they, let's they not notice it. Him. Yeah, so we'll they just, notice like, it. This out. It's like, no, in what fucking world? You put him in solitary confinement. Yeah. You don't let him out. It's okay. It's okay. We're just going to ride it out. It's going to yeah. be fine. Yeah. But I guess, you know, to give them some allowance, they're not military trained. They're just civilians. So I guess yeah. that does track. Yeah. And maybe they've had people that have had this, but they've never gone that crazy. Sure. This guy, he's completely delusional. Yeah. And all of the insecurities and shit that were there before have now gone times a thousand. When she comes in and she has a little like slap around him, she yells right into his face and stuff. Yeah. And then she leaves, and he's holding a gun behind his back the whole time. He was going to shoot her. Yeah. You're just like, yeesh. Yeah. And then the the scene where he's, like, cutting himself under the... And I sort of felt bad, because I'm like, he's trying to regain control. So he's like, I'm feeling this. The knife is cutting me, but he's so far gone. It doesn't help. How did no one notice that, though? I know, right? That he's got these, like, six just slices across his forearm. They just hate him. And they're just like, fuck this guy. But it's just like, guys, somebody needs to give this guy a tranquilizer gun and like tie him to a bed. So he slowly goes crazy till it builds up. He gets into one of the little cabs or something to drive this fucking nuke over to the... To the sunken sub. Because they they found it pretty easily. They found it pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, and something happens with the tower above... That oh, falls yeah, yeah, on yeah. the thing. That was a the great crane. scene. Because yeah, yeah, it yeah. hits and they're all like, oh, that was nothing. <laughs> and then God. they're like, what the fuck? And the tube is pulling them into the abyss. Over this like crevice down into this. Yeah, this deep huge drop. abyss that there's yeah. no coming back from. Yeah. I like how they're just hung out right beside that tube. I know. Like, guys, guys. <sighs> Guys, you know, I yeah. just want a nice like cliffside view. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they the whole time he's like, we have this mission, we have this like ulterior mission that they can't tell and like marry yeah. your Stuart Masterson about. Yeah. 
But they never fully explain what the mission is. But Jerrica had a, like kind of discerned. Yeah, I felt what it like was. because when they first went over to the sunken nuclear sub, uh, the America, uh, sorry, the American sub. Mm-hmm that had these nukes, the captain, who would later be completely nuts, or the Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. he go he finds the captain and looks... They The captains always have these keys around their neck, like a necklace, mm-hmm. that can open, like, really important shit. So he grabs the keys... To, like, arm the missiles or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I think that was actually their private mission, was to get these keys and get everything away from where the Russians could find it. So, fine... But then he's losing his complete judgment and Mm -hmm. decides he's so terrified of these aliens they keep seeing, these underwater, like, life forms that are, that at first they're like, it could have been a Russian bogey, but like, that's what the the seals are saying. Yeah. That he finally decides at, like, the peak of the film to, like, he's gonna arm one of these calves and, like, blow up this alien hideaway down, way down in the abyss. And they've set up one of the little geeks, which they're little, like, rover cameras, to go down there and take pictures. So they've told them basically exactly how to get to this. Yeah. And then he just straps a bomb on it and, like, sends it on its way. Yeah, well, he's in there. Because he's gone nuts, right? Oh, right. And then the whole thing collapses on him, and then he's dead. Yeah. But... Unfortunately, Ed and Mary are out in a cab trying to catch up with them. Yeah. And that blows all their power, and they can't get away. And so, Mary decides to go (sighs) into hypothermia and drown Mm -hmm. so that Ed can keep the suit on and... Because they only have one suit. ...swim her over back to the, the main ship, because she probably rightly puts together that if she wears the suit, she'll never get him over in time. She only have, like, ten minutes to get back, and he's bigger and stronger. So she's like, you keep the suit, Mm -hmm. I'm going to just die nice and peaceful in this freezing cold water without a panic attack. I'll be back, it's going to be like totally chill, whatever. And then he does have to swim her corpse back to the ship, and then they (laughs) repeatedly fry her and electrocute her until she comes back to life. It's real rough. It's very intense, it's it's scary. And she she plays the, the drowning scene very well. Yeah, because of course she panics. Like anybody would oh, panic at the last minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 You re- you know what it's drowning up, it's is. It's upsetting. Yeah, it, it is, is upsetting. very upsetting. Well, it's yeah. not just drowning. It's dr- drowning in sub sub oh, sub zero water. water. That's why she's like, oh my god, because yeah. it would be like a thousand knives stabbing into you. Yeah, like that, as as it's filling, she's just trying to keep her body out because it's so cold. But she knows yeah. she has to submerge and just yeah. like, oh my god, she her and head like in their scenes together, great. Yeah. They're yeah. really great. Yeah. And same with, I mean, it's a little much, but the scene where Ed then later goes... <laughs> a little much? What are you talking about? James Cameron directs people with the subtlety of a female hurricane. <laughs> but when he uh, he has to go down and, the, and she's... The, he's he goes into the abyss. Into the abyss. Yeah. And he uses this... To keep from his lungs from collapsing, yeah. they use this oxygen juice that they like put in the it's helmet. This, yeah, this oxygenated fluid, which yeah. is very cool. You have to breathe it in, which would be against every instinct in your body. Mm-hmm. But once it's in your lungs, you feel like you're fine yeah. because it has a mix of oxygen in it, and then and then you can't be crushed by the pressure of the water. That's right. the theory. Yeah, yeah. It's and and they they display this early on in this. A very upsetting scene where one of the crew members has Hippies this pet rat. rat and they just kind of like shove it in a cage and stick it in this fluid and it, it, it this fluid is a real thing like it, it actually exists yes it was experimental it was experimental at the time but they still did it they they used like five rats in the course of filming this thing and they actually put these rats through this like drowning experience and it's it's effective. It works well. It's 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 a cool device. But it's I mean God, those poor rats. Like fuck. Yeah, that would be a shock to yeah. the system. Yeah, and apparently what? So they, there's this shot on the rat, and they wanted to keep the shot the whole time just on the rat as it seemingly drowns and then just starts breathing and is okay again. But when what would happen when the rats would start panicking? They would poop. So they, they, would have to, <laughs> they had to cut to the actor to like scoop the poop out. And then go back to the rat. Great, great. Which is very apropos, I find, for that. I felt bad for the rat. Okay, so I'm just... Because I was wondering if this had, like, gone further since the 30 years, almost, that this movie has been made. Yeah. Now, I'm reading, like, there is a whole thing about liquid breathing. 
breathing gases. Liquid breathing um, is a significant problem from the high viscosity of the liquid. So the liquid we see in the film looks watery, mm -hmm. but I guess in real life it's more like gelatinous, thick, almost, or like and the corresponding reduction in its ability to remove CO2. So you're getting oxygen, but how are you... Right. Right? Getting rid right. of... So, yeah, because I wondered that even in the film. I was yeah. like, is it balancing it for you? Like how... Okay. No matter how sense. great the total pressure, the amount of partial CO2 gas pressure available to dissolve in the breathing liquid can never be much more than the pressure at which co2 exists in the blood holy shit it's, it's complicated it's, it's but science yeah it's it's there's it's still problematic and i'm not sure how far down it could actually protect you from just collapsing because the pressure is so insane yeah that yeah but it's it's interesting they say the the biggest promise for this area is the field of pediatric medicine so that's what they're using it for it's like a premature baby you could keep right. in an atmosphere like of an liquid. Ambiotic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's kind that's of That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. Okay. And it works really well in the film. Yeah. yeah. It, and it worked for uh it worked for Ed. I fully, so, yeah, yeah. But Just I mean his even Ed, they did he was gonna die. And then he is saved by our glorious Steven Spielberg friends. Yeah. Down in the now It turns into Fantasia. It does like i like when there's hints of the creek and i mean that shit where the water's like flying through the ship that was like at the time that was like holy fuck like i'd never seen anything like that sure. even though now it's in everything mm -hmm. but then i feel like once we get onto their ship it goes a little too far because you want some of it to be left to your imagination yeah and then they just show the show in its entirety. Well, it's too much light. Like, let's flip the lights on, and you're like, no, don't. They're not gonna. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they don't look so great. No. Like, yeah. They look like these. Even like, the like at the Pokemon. end when the ship brings him up out of the water, yeah. he looks like he's standing on a crate. Like, it's not so good. No. As the shit underwater, which yeah. was like high level, right? It, it looks like Fantasia meets Tron. Underwater. Kind of. Like, I thought it sort of turned into, like, a Disney World adventure once he gets Wait, into like the... being dragged away, yeah, Peter yeah. Pan style? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little. <laughs> Welcome to Disney's California Adventure. <laughs> it's... All aboard the Abyss ride. Yeah, like, it's, okay. it's so dark, and then it just takes this real light, airy turn it towards does, the end. It does. And, and the ending has been criticized... Yeah, infinitely I guess by, so. by every it's, publication. It ever. kind of reminds me of the end when they they did a special edition of Close Encounters, and they were like, "Now you're going to see inside the ship. It's exactly the same." You were sure. like, "Nope, this is too far. You took it too can't far. make it look yeah. good." Yeah, you got to leave that imagination. Can't make it look jump. like what you thought it was going to look yeah. like. Yeah, and this I think was almost the same. It was just like it once it's literalized, you're like, "Oh, that's a box. That's like, it's not that great." But overall. It's a very impressive film to me. Like yeah, much of Cameron's yeah. earlier work, I can overlook what is stupid mm -hmm. because it is such a like he he was into milestones. Like let's make this oh, happen. Yeah. No one's ever done anything like this. Oh, I have to build a tank out of an abandoned nuclear two tanks. Rank. Yeah, two. They were the biggest ginormous. fucking things in the world for freshwater tanks. It's, uh, and they were filtered and everything because they yeah. couldn't. He realized he couldn't get what he wanted in a real condition. They were going to film in the Bahamas. And too much interference. He couldn't control the environment yeah. enough. Um, apparently production was hell and i Put can his, fully believe that. his crew and actors through absolute hell apparently everyone almost drowned at one point including james cameron yeah sounds like another famous watery movie he did which one Waterworld. <laughs> something about a big ship was it whale rider yeah, it was a whale rider <laughs> something about a drowning dicaprio oh, yeah. with a chubby girlfriend I yeah like an i indie remember movie. did you just call her yeah. chubby good god <laughs> We are all part of the problem. I know. Maybe, yeah. I guess, you know, Mary doesn't come off great in this, but I think the character really redeems herself. She, she elevates it. I think it every, yeah. he sets her up. They're all like, what a bitch, meh. But by the end, they all respect her. At the very end, she's like, I know I'm a stone-cold bitch. That takes practice. It's like, you're not. And what <laughs> woman in what world would be like, oh, you boys are right. Yeah. I'm a bitch. 
I think it was a phrase easier used then than now. Oh, oh yeah, too sure. What of his women then isn't a bitch? Mm. Linda Hamilton mm. in The Terminator. Mm. All those That's ladies have, like, aliens. <laughs> but I mean, not maybe so much in The Abyss, but he does make her an engineer oh, yeah. who has built this thing. And in Aliens and Terminator, like, these are some... These women make fucking business For like sure. especially like aliens the greatest and she's in charge the whole thing they use with her using the word bitch to the alien mm, right right is yeah, this yeah, iconic yeah. line yeah one woman to another right <laughs> yeah and then in the third movie even though it's dreadful i love the catchphrase the bitch is back and it was her and the alien it was right. awesome yeah right? it's it's I a different know. yeah yeah different time different for sure. times different places 89 was a crazy year but i do think i mean no i, I really liked her and i was yeah. like why why are you setting up to be this awful person she's not but isn't that how a lot of people think of their ex-spouse and he so in he the, says in i the, hate that bitch in the course right of the this movie oh yeah and ed harris is like god i hate that bitch probably shouldn't have married her then yeah and it, during the course of the filming <laughs> did you all James Cameron yeah. <laughs> married a woman, then divorced her over the whole course oh, yeah, of the abyss. Met, yeah. married, and divorced a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got problems. Um, but how one, long? How long did it take to shoot? Like, oh god, long time, right? Must have been like a five year. Months? No, I don't think. It no, was a okay, because Titanic was something terrible, like ten months or something. Yeah, yeah. People thought it wasn't going to come out. Like they thought it was a complete fucking Just, train wreck. And then it, of course it came out, and everybody was like, "Ooh!" So there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A really funny story that I want to tell that I read about Ed Harris filming this. For a long time, he like refused to talk about the abyss because he had such an awful time. Yeah. At one point, like driving home, he had to pull over because he just started crying. For some reason, he would demand cabbage a lot on set as like a, a snack. So he was uh, un- in an underwater scene and he farted in his suit, <laughs> and it was so bad he vomited in his suit. They had to stop filming, bring him up, clean him, clean the suit. And <laughs> not that you, their systems were frail by that time. Like what you just are like, what did you do to these people? I fart so bad that someone vomits like that's some noxious shit. But I think it's probably I wonder if they had to sign something psychosomatic. Because Kate Winslet and DiCaprio had to sign something saying they wouldn't shit talk the movie for like really? two years. Yeah, because apparently Cameron and DiCaprio had like screaming matches at each other because mm. DiCaprio thought the, the dialogue was like humiliating and it was it's not great yeah it was not good yeah. he's not a great dialogue like, he writes interesting premises yeah he writes good action sequences the dialogue character was so stupid no. like you're playing Romeo and then you're suddenly like at midnight I turn back into a pumpkin like it's, it is humiliating yeah but that was the reason he got offered Titanic was Romeo and Juliet. Because it was, it was him sure. and Claire Danes. They were both sure. offered the roles. And, uh, and she said no. Well, Winslet begged DiCaprio to do it. She was like, you have to do it. Mm. So he was like, all right, because he likes her. I mean, I don't think... It was fine. Not Neither of them didn't hurt their careers. Not a, but not I mean, a bit. he took a rest. He wasn't in another movie for like a couple of years after that. He, I mean, <laughs> well, he had two enough. bombs. He had that and Man in the Iron Mask. Not the Titanic. I was loved a, Man in the Iron Mask. Well, not the Titanic's a bomb. Made no. a million, but for I think for him personally, like he was embarrassed by it. Sure. And Man in the Iron Mask is beyond. <laughs> it's beyond. You're just like I didn't think you were capable of this bad level. He's playing twins. It was like Freaky Friday. Oh my god. And he looked like a girl, like a young lady. Oh my god, the, it's so the gorgeous. Bat, the Philippe hair and, and Leo. wearing like a fucking dress as the like king. Mm. I was like, so I actually, crazy. I it's not, that's not my pro, I just thought it was so stupid and bad. Did you really like it? I mean, I haven't seen it since I was like 13. That's why you liked it. And I was like, yeah, oh, you were a kid. damn, <laughs> oh, he was daddy's so, a king. So good looking. Yeah. But yipes. But yipes. Yipes. And so after that, it was like, oh, I'm going to take a rest for a while and then come back and do something crazy. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> They did an excellent job of creating a claustrophobic feeling, especially when they first go into the American sub, and you see from the POV of that guy who eventually like freaks out and like seizes in and the helmet. Goes you're like, it's great. That's when a he's great having like a effect. panic attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. The breathing you you start to gets... not feel so great oh, yourself. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the the like the limitations of what you can see, and you can see those those helmets are designed really weird. Like that's not a your peripheral vision is, is like is screwed up, yeah. and it kind of, the way the glass curves make stuff a little weird yeah that whole claustrophobic feeling that you get throughout the whole movie is yeah is real and he yeah. does a great job of creating that thought i was gone until i saw an angel appear <laughs> he's comatose like, for god 90% bless of the these american hicks hops back up for yeah. the last minute and harris <laughs> is like yeah man yeah you're right 
Well, he not only wakes up, he feels so much better he can save Ed from, like, a huge metal door. From, yeah. like, slamming in his face. Right. <laughs> that is, like, yeah. wow, he's feeling a lot better you feel really good, suddenly. Buddy. Yeah. Thank God he hasn't been lying now. still, letting his muscles atrophy for, like, a week. <laughs> no. He's fine. He's fine. He's, he's been fine. bench pressing in his sleep. That's right. In his coma. He probably was. Comatose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ending felt very contact. Very, like, Dave's Ex Machina. <laughs> There's a weird fucked up alien. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of, like, weird lights happening everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, this is very Jodie Foster on the beach with Jeff Bridges. Yeah. I feel like all, they all took, like, a page out of 2001. We're like, 2001, let's take this Close Encounters. Way. And even the contact was after. So I guess contact probably got it from. They're all borrowing. They're all borrowing from each yeah. other yeah. very heavily. One of my last notes is just boo. Oh, so Woody, <laughs> like, I love the idea of aliens, like, nesting at the bottom of the ocean. That's cool. It's, very it's a cool, cool idea. To me. Really yeah. didn't like the look of the aliens yeah. whatsoever. I, yeah. It didn't make sense. No, not. I wanted them to be more subaquatic in a way like yeah. because I was you're sort of like have they been down there for like a million years like how yeah. long yeah. have they been down there because yeah. they, they could be like from the when the earth was brand new that they nested down there so we didn't get into that at all no no and then they didn't they just looked sort of like what you what a friendly alien would look like like the thin neck super and the nice. big head and the yeah. big eyes and stuff who were very anti-war who were like no humans we're gonna step in and make yeah it yeah and what i didn't I, maybe i just stopped paying attention but what i didn't really get but then i read <laughs> he later was napping by then <laughs> i mean i, I oh, was that the aliens were gonna essentially create a giant tidal wave to like knock out the whole world if this but shit then they didn't get stop resolved. on the edge. Yeah, which I didn't pick up on. Then, so James Cameron hired Orson Scott Card to write the novelization of the movie because he wanted someone to provide backstory and motivation for the character's actions. It's like, write it yourself! Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just asking, wasn't that shit more in the special edition? The special yes, edition had, I mean, I don't love special editions because usually I feel like it's just, it's another 40 minutes! It's, and you're yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. But they do get more into the Russian shit and oh, that shit in the special edition. Have you seen both? Versions? That's the version I watched for today. Oh, okay. but I have seen both. Okay. Um, and I will say I think the special edition is too long. It's like almost but three hours, it right? does explain some more stuff. A little more in depth and it does make you think a little bit more. But they're still the same underlying issues are still there. So what would you say out of five? watch i would give it two frozen titties out of five read just two i didn't like it okay it was beautiful it was visually beautiful the um 2.5 two point five. okay i'm gonna yeah. go ah. 3.5 i like an angry freddie mercury cutting himself under the table he was very freddie mercury yeah. yes yeah well he was just like we can't have him look like kyle reese from terminator because everybody loves that guy so you're yeah. gonna grow a creepy fucking mustache yeah. you're gonna lift some weights but yeah i was i was i was very turned on by him yeah i was like oh <laughs> he's so sweaty mustache. His daddy's so angry so sweaty yeah, yeah his he like his little titties popping so out of his shirt sweaty it was so gross oh it's great yeah i mean it was nothing compared to fucking alec baldwin in our next movie it, Towards the end, holy God, he is dripping. Disrespect Alec and his nonstop handsomeness. <laughs> Our second movie, 1990s, Tom Clancy's The Hunt for Red October. So, how do we proceed? Well, first, we would need to contact the commanders in the Atlantic directly. The Russians get one whiff of this through the regular communication circuits, the game is up. Second, we need to figure out what can we do to help them. We need to devise a plan to intercede, ready to go at a moment's notice. And third, somebody's got to go out there and make contact with Ramius and find out what his intentions really are. Okay, when do you leave? <laughs> Wait a minute. The general was right. I am not field personnel. I am only an analyst. You're perfect. I can't ask any of these characters to go. One, they don't believe in it. Two, they'd never stake their reputation on a hunch. Whereas you are expendable. Directed by John McTiernan, who also gave us Die Hard, Predator. Perfect. Rollerball. So Die Hard and Predator, it's, you know, similar sort of... Because the, and the, these two movies are very similar... Uh, at least it's similar the inciting technology. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. This um, one seems a little more true to life. Yeah, this just is... a bit more 
higher quality, kind of every all. This around. is more political intrigue, yes. not an alien yes. uh, adventure. Does not take the sci-fi route. It is interesting that we can compare these two movies who that are so different, but also like hold a lot of similarities. Oh yeah, and it's this clancy political intrigue, Russian American tension thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's based on a very popular Tom Clancy novel, which is character Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if in the novels, but I know for film adaptations, this is like the first Jack Ryan. That's right. No, yes, this is definitely the first. So we have steely-eyed mm. Alec Baldwin mm. playing a goofy nerd. Oh, yeah. Um, and looking like he's 19. Oh, my I don't know, God. He's maybe 20-something. He so good. Yeah, he yeah. looks really... He, he's full, like, the shadow. Yeah. Full, like... Ice blue eyes and black hair, gorgeous. It's probably still fucking insane, but we oh, don't see that. To be sure, we don't see that, and probably a little less insane. This is a long time ago. Yeah, post Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Yeah. Two so years this prior. Is, this is early. Yeah. Sean Connery mm-hmm. as the Russian commander, just John Wayne in his oh, way through this yeah. fucking thing. It's so it shouldn't work with his fucking crazy Scottish Russian. Sean Connery accent. Yeah. But it does. Yeah. Um, to me. Oh, yeah. The incomparable Sam Neill is the Russian number one. You know him from everything. Yeah, you'll recognize him from everything. James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry. Uh, which was a delight. <laughs> a total surprise. I and feel I was like they put happy. Tim Curry in there just so you'd think he was the saboteur because he's such you're a gutless right. fucking wonder yeah. that you're like, yeah. it's him. You're going to think it's... it's- it is him. And yeah. it's, it's not. No. For once, he was just a bit yeah. of a douche, yeah. but not the actual cause of any disaster. No. Jeffrey Jones. Uh, so Jones, the think? gentleman with the red beard, American, right. who also plays Ferris Bueller's principal. Yes. And is also in Beetlejuice yes. as the awesome, <laughs> crazy dad. Playing a completely normal man, which I have never seen Jeffrey Jones do ever. Yeah. And it's so long ago that he's still thin and actually reasonably good looking in this, which I also never thought I would say about him either. Never, yeah. A 10 second cameo by Gates McFadden with a terrible English accent as his wife. Yeah. And that's it for women. That it is. It is. That and his daughter. Like, it's like, it's like aliens and shit. Like, I don't even care. I don't care. It's yes, it's white men talking, it's a few black men, it's mostly white men talking. But if the movie's really good, I don't care. Mm, mm-hmm. And I mean, it's Fair not enough, like you yeah. actively see women being treated badly. They're just not involved. They're just, They're yeah, just not yeah, involved. Yeah. It's a men's, poli- like, mm-hmm. out of the way, ladies. This is <laughs> politics. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? We also have Courtney B. Vance. Seaman Jones. So he was he was the guy listening to all the, like, Yeah, the other sonar. black guy. So yeah. we have James Earl Jones and, and one other black guy who gets a smattering of artisanal racism from his... The guy's like, oh, you look who he likes to listen to. Because I was just, I just got a smidge of that, but maybe it was my imagination. Just a smidge. You know, but he was smarter than that guy. He was smarter than all those guys. Yeah, he was the one who figured it out. He, yeah. he put two yeah, together. He could, was like, he no, could this track is, this. This is a submarine. The Red October. The Red October. Yeah. Which is a great name for a sub. So this fucking thing, the Red October, is this new fancy Russian sub mm-hmm. that has this door on the back of it that somehow like can make them go silent. It's like it's because it's of how the like water the caterpillar drive was what they call the caterpillar. it. Caterpillar. So so yeah, they don't their rudders don't or their propellers don't yeah. create any. A lot of dramatic it's... pictures of Alec and the Americans looking going, What are those doors? It's a caterpillar. Staring at the Yeah. Like, what, what the what is that? And they're like this captain, Ramius, mm-hmm. Sean Connery. Mm-hmm has gone like rogue and he's a crazy person and the Russians are going to try to kill him because they don't know what he's going to do. But Ryan thinks... Hold the phone. I get an idea from thin air that really... I know the man. I know know the man. I met him briefly once at a dinner in (laughs) Moscow. I know where he's at. He's defecting. Yeah. Let's jump on this. Everyone's like, that makes no sense. Has anyone here seen White Knights? Pretty sure they're defecting. Which is, I mean, I, I don't know how he gets to that conclusion. He works for the CIA. And it's it's exactly on point. Well, they do spit out a few, like, clues, but they're very... And, I mean, to be fair, most of them say, you're crazy. This is too dangerous. Yeah. This is a complete hunch. Which it is. Yeah. He's yeah. like, it's a university of his wife's death. He has nothing to leave behind. Mm-hmm. 
they're doing it. Yeah. And he is correct. Well, and also because after the Red October was set to see, like, 50 other submarines from, like, Lithuania and yeah. Russia were all, like, deployed. He's well, like, and let's not forget mm. Sean accidentally murdering the guy who had the orders. Peter Firth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peter Firth. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, well, oh, old boy. I'm just going to, ah, oh, God, you've killed me. Sean Connery's like, you stay dead. He slipped in the tea. It was Never, a perfect crime. Never you mind if I murdered him. Do what I say. Sam Neill's just like, what is happening? Sam Neill's Why like, uh, am I here? Okay. Sam Neill's fucking good. He's good. They're yeah. all good. Like all Jim, good. James Cameron would. Oh, he wishes he could bag this cast. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I think the director, the directing's a little more nuanced yes. in the acting department. Definitely. And now it's time for. I, 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 I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Hey, Jerrica, did you know? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for a segment we like to call I Didn't Know That. With Jerrica and Nancy. So Jerrica, for this week's, this month's, this year's I Didn't Know That, this is <laughs> this is a real doozy. Okay, lay it on me. So Sean Connery showed yeah. up to set and he knew that he was going to get a toupee. The director knew that there was right, going to be a Right, a hairpiece. Sean Connery decided that he was going to pick the toupee, showed up with a lovely little little dead animal on his head that had a nice little ponytail sticking out the back, <laughs> which obviously, I mean, he's playing a Russian fucking Navy like captain. Like a captain. When I Michael think of the like, name no. Ramius, uh, no. I'm like, there should be a tiny mm-hmm. ponytail. Yeah, just like, a little rat tail. Like, just it's like down. Mozart. <laughs> yeah, just so we can like tickle his neck in the wind. It's real nice. Uh, the the director was like, no. Sean said, yes. The director said, no. Sean said, yes. Guess who got their way? Mr. Connery. So they, <gasps> they did one day of filming. Yeah. The DOP was reviewing the dailies. Told the crew he thought it looked like a limp hanging dick. Oh. Sean got so much shit for it that he eventually relented. They had to reshoot the whole day. Oh so my God. the director referred to it as the $20,000 toupee because... Now it would probably be like half a million. Oh, to do all... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you believe the audacity of being like... I, I kind of do yeah. with him. You know, like, I've got he's this, a, um, this he, Yeah, he's a character. I'm thinking. I borrowed it from Leo. He uses it in mask. Yeah. mask. <laughs> yeah, it would be so good if it was like blonde too. <laughs> I, like, where are those outtakes? That's what I want to yeah. know. Where are those outtakes? Yeah. We need to see that I want to see those badly. pictures. I want to see... Yes, yeah. Hair pieces are difficult. Like... Because that one in the movie is really good, actually. It's seamless. Like, you wouldn't know. If you didn't know he was bald, yeah. you wouldn't guess. No. But, like, apparently when they were testing Patrick Stewart for TNG, yeah. they decided to, they were like, oh, we'll put a rug on him. Really? And they tested, and he did, like, a scene and stuff, and they were like, oh, now he looks like a used car salesman. Yeah, because they, they were can... like, we gotta go Natch. And thank God, can you imagine? God. Oh my God. Like, you no. wanna go through Shatner again? Jesus Christ. Shatner with his 800 different hair pieces he's worn <laughs> for Star Trek. <laughs> and the, you know what? Most of those are good too. But you know it's not real. No, yeah. And with Stuart, is so bald. Yeah. That it's like, you can't come back from that. <laughs> like, just go with it. Because even like his eyebrows, like, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't look well, like he's got. And the character has such integrity. Yeah. That you can't then, like, look like you're wearing a piece. No. No. And, I mean, oh but Connery God. really does it. I mean, I don't think... I think the only thing Connery's ever done without a piece was Indiana Jones. Really? When he played the dad, he was his, his own bald head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was this, like, tottering, like, professor, which he right. fucking nailed, by the way. Yeah. Um, but in this, they want... I guess they wanted that rusky... A little more, I don't know. Yeah. With a full fall on the back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I didn't know. That's a little something we like to call. I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. <laughs> Jerrica and Nancy. The effects are still pretty good. Like yeah. all the stuff underwater. Oh, yeah. But they I think this, it is yeah. more like you can use stock and you get because there weren't as yeah. many humans at play and stuff with lights inside mm-hmm. glass and stuff that Cameron had to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. But it still looks good to me. Yeah. Like they used the the part where the plane crashes on the, the what are they called? The, the sh- Enterprise. USS Enterprise. Yes. yes. Uh, that was stock footage from the It was not 50s a starship. When the, there was I'm, an yeah. actual like military plane yeah. that happened. They just yeah. used that stock footage. Say so, yeah, um, it would. 
I could make a picture from all this dark footage. <laughs> Say him. I think the, the craziest scene, maybe in quite a few movies, is fucking lowering Alec Baldwin oh from a God. chopper into that song. And he's like, wee! And you're like, oh. Swinging in the and wind. Then, I mean, this is a man with a wife and a small child. And they're like, it's not working. We're pulling you back up. And he's just like, fuck this. And he cuts, cuts the, the line. line. Come on. <laughs> to fall like 50 they, feet in Yeah, the and they sure. said the water's so cold, you're going to last like three minutes before you fucking die. And he's like, whatevs, I'm going to chance it. And then they're like, I've got that Baldwin blog going then, on. And then the helicopter's like, bye. Yeah, they're like, we're out of here. Yeah, he does. He was like, that's our exit. And I was like, <laughs> what? We're running out of gas, buddy. Good luck, <laughs> I guess. Call us if you survive. Like, oh that God. guy was great. Who was that guy? The guy who plays like the captain. Yeah, that was. Uh, He's a real rat face sort of bastard, but he was like good. <laughs> Daniel Davis. Okay, I like he's. You sort of recognize him, but he's not like a famous actor. Yeah. But he's very yeah. good. He is, yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's the very guy good. that Baldwin has to convince to not like nuke these guys. Yeah. Again, I feel like it's showing the military in a more reasonable light. Like he listens, he thinks, he makes a decision. Yeah. And then when he has to take over the Russian sub, because mm-hmm. Connery is fucking shot in the shoulder or some <laughs> shit, he does like a spectacular turn where he makes the torpedo hit oh, the that first was great. sub. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. There uh, there were points where because there's three submarines at one point yes. that it's cutting between and like the art department did a cool thing of like giving each of them different lighting colors that kind of like differentiated but I did get a bit confused. Yeah, oh yeah. Because they're all speaking English. I was like, I, I, I'm not sure exactly whose sub I'm on. I had to just sort of keep time. track of who's the captain of yeah, what, and then yeah. I was okay. But I love too, like how how dangerously close to each other they were oh, passing. Shit. It was re- they kept yeah. going. This is going to be close, and you're like, oh, <laughs> like that, like looks like it's like ten feet away. The torpedo literally more. like. Uh, Put. Oh, yeah. oh my god. No, it was, and it was cool to see those moments where they're like bracing for impact, where it's not like, brace for impact! Yeah, it's, it's very they like, know. okay, we're gonna yeah. set the alarm and we yeah, brace for impact. Yeah, really stayed calm. That was really interesting to see because most of the times it's the freaking arm, arm, yeah. Like at the beginning of the movie, the first sub in the abyss had some real rough. Yeah. Like panic acting. like screaming. Yeah. It seemed more true to probably form because it's not like you're hearing yeah. the torpedo coming. Again, you're just waiting. a more just complimentary wait. on the military to me. That's it's true. That's showing a very good point. them being yeah, yeah, yeah. morons, basically. Like, yeah. I feel like Cameron's sort of going, these guys are basically hicks. There are things to be said for both points of view. Oh, for sure. But this movie definitely was like this, like, and I mean, Clancy was a huge patriot. Yeah. And he was like, this is very serious, and these men know what they're doing, and they're heroes, and it was, you got a bit, like, not that they said that, but that's where you get that, like, you have to respect these men, because this is what they're doing. But I did like that Sean Connery just says, 20 years I've been underwater, not fighting a war, it's war games, like, pretend wars. Just going back, like, this yeah. is the Cold War, right? Yeah. Like, nothing is yeah. actually happening. I really enjoyed that. No, the motivations for why he defected, I think, were yeah. excellently laid yeah. out. And he played that track very well. Mm-hmm. Very, very well. Because mm-hmm. he didn't give away too much. Like, it's like the audience was on the same level as his crew. Like, we were kind of finding out things at the same level. He wasn't, yeah. like, telegraphing anything. It, he was very calm. He wasn't shaking very like calm. a Navy SEAL, like, going <laughs> mental. But I, I think that's, like, the Russian kind of, like, um... Sean Connery's view of Russian. It's like, this is if Russia was me. And you're like, oh, God. If I was Russia. It's funny, because I know he is also kind of a dirtbag. And yet I watch this, and I'm like, damn, son. It's real good. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. That's an actor I actually think got better as he got older. Oh, agreed. Fully agreed. Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, his James Bonds were, like, fine. They're good. Like, he always had a huge presence. Yeah, yeah. But then when he got, I think maybe, too, he got older, he got more interesting stuff. Got more dynamic. Yeah, roles. How do you feel about Alec in this, Alec Baldwin? I think he's great because I think he, he is too. He's a bit of a weirdo, yeah. which you, which in in the other Jack Ryan film incarnations, he's just this stone cold up. Well, the sequels do kill this whole franchise. Like this is do the they? only one that I really enjoyed because I'm sorry, even Patriot Games is yeah. not great. Like. As soon as this one was over, and they were like, oh, that went well, and Tom Clancy's never going to stop writing these things, so <laughs> let's do another one. And Baldwin was like, that's enough. 
Like, he did not want to get into any franchise. Yeah. Like, interesting guy, yeah. right? So what did they do? You call Harrison Ford. And as soon as you do that, and I of mean, course. I love Harrison Ford. Oh, my Ford, God. Yeah. But then the character just, just became Harrison Ford. And it's all this, like, the bomb is in play. Like, it's all this nonsense. And you're, it just got more and more, like, I'm an American hero and, like, jumping across my wife to, like, save her from an IRA bomb going yeah, off. And yeah, it's just, yeah. like, that's not what the character is. He's a nerdy weirdo. He even says he's like I, I'm. I'm not. Um, I'm. I'm like he's like I'm not in the military. I write books. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. write books. And he is like he did was trained as a marine. Oh but sure. He was so badly hurt. That's why he's so afraid to get on that helicopter because he was on a helicopter that went down. And that's what they say about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's why when he's going in that helicopter, he's not amused, but he does it. <laughs> and then scene. he cuts himself off the road. It's totally believable. Totally believable. But. It's interesting how we get from that to the scene at the end where he's, like, crawling on that pipe. And that's, like, Tom Clancy fantasy world right and there. And he just, like, falls down without a sound. He's yeah. hanging down. He's got his gun. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's sweating. Although, he's just dripping. Oh. there's a beautiful Alec Baldwin touch that I wondered if was actually, like, improvised in mm. as he's crawling going, oh, watch what your suit at. And he's, like, imitating Connery because he is a spooky mimic. Like, Alec Baldwin oh, has yeah. always been an yeah. incredible mimic. And I thought... I I wonder if he just threw that in and they left I it. I bet he did, yeah. Because it was a little goofy for the movie, yeah. and it was just this one thing, and I think they probably thought it was so funny, they just left it. Just keep it in. Yeah, because it, it elevates the... Because otherwise, it just would be it'd be this very dark, very just like, yeah. movie the whole way through. But Alec, I think, brings it to this kind of a weird level. Yeah, like, you he's get a, a little bit of, bit of a whimsy in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And a scene where they're flying Alec Baldwin to the, the Enterprise... And he's on that like tiny plane with tons of turbulence. Yeah, and he's like, like what it's been the actual fuck? That he doesn't like turbulence. No. And <laughs> the first captain is just like, yeah, you know, you think this is bad. We had a real bad flight the other day. He's just eating the Snickers bar. He's like, yeah, you want some Snickers? <laughs> yeah, you want like, shitting You want a bite like <laughs> yeah. off the bar that he's eating? It's so it was gross. so funny. But like, it's great too is Alec Baldwin has always, like even up to like 30 Rock where he's like a mean old man yeah. has this like, even in this, I'm like, why is he wearing a tux? <laughs> it's pre-dinner like, like, what am I a peasant like he has this class thing which he really played to his advantage on those where he was just like when, like what when he's oh being God. offered a Snickers that's been bitten out of it's like he'd rather die <laughs> yeah. than eat that he's married to Gates McFadden and she's a classy dame you, you know take that mean? shit out of my face thank yeah. you very much yeah, exactly. can we talk about the interesting 30 Rock Hunford October tie-in yeah have you, have you seen all of 30 Rock like, yes, enough. I have. I so, have. Do you remember the episode where Liz Lemon gets her own talk show and they have that HD camera set up and then every time someone passes in front of it, she I looks like this, this. Russian hag. Um, <laughs> and the, the, uh, the intern looks like a he's Muppet. He's a Muppet. <laughs> and then it's Alec Baldwin's turn and they use a shot from him from Red October because he's supposed to look, he looks <laughs> he's, incredible. He's walking, he's like, oh, and he looks like this and then you look at the camera and it's him like looking from like, <laughs> like, like he's 30 years younger. Like one he's of his so I actually thought it was Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, but that's in, it's Hunt for Red October. Yeah. That is so fucking funny. Yeah. And and they also the actual shot they used. I was like, there it is. It's, oh my God. Yeah, I do remember that. And yeah. I also remember <laughs> there was this one time where he's trying to explain to Lemon because she was going out with, um, who's the guy from Mad Men that you're oh, in John love Hamm. with? John Hamm. Yeah. And he had this, this like condition where he didn't understand that he didn't know how to do anything because he was so good looking <laughs> that people just yeah. told him he was a doctor and he'd like <laughs> believe in shit. And Baldwin's like, oh, I know all about that. For years, I thought I spoke fluent French, you know? And, and she was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he shows her, like, a picture of himself, and she almost falls over. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> He's like a fucking dreamboat. Oh, God. At least during 30 Rock, because he sort of started out 30 Rock as, like, a fat disaster. And then by the end of it, he looked great again. Yeah. He, like, lost yeah. the weight. He let his hair go gray. Mm -hmm. and he looked fucking good. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, he didn't did. look Red October good. But you can't turn back 30 years. No, but still, but he like... Looked, but he looked more like how I thought Daddy. Alec Baldwin would age. Yeah. And yeah. I'm that I'm glad for, even though he goes on planes, screams at people, and gets kicked off. What are you yeah, gonna do? You know, you, you know what? Can't, it's you can't you can't win them all. You can't. <laughs> I we can't. What it was have like him and Connery working together. 
Because they're both, like, I mean, I feel yeah. like they either totally get along or hate totally. each other's guts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I wonder. Because yeah. they are both, like, towering personalities. But at that time, Baldwin would have yeah. been a little more junior. So maybe he would have given some leeway. Because it's yeah, not like him maybe. now being yeah. a crazy old man and yeah. very demanding. Like but sometimes younger been... actors can be worse because they have True. this, like, diluted yeah. sense of entitlement. So, I, I don't know. I'm just curious. I wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. thought about it before when they were on that fake boat with the fake night sky very behind them. Like, yeah, yeah. That was too bad because the yeah. rest of the movie looks legit. And, it's like, oh, and that the was screen. so animated. Yeah. Well, it was green screen, but they also tried, they were like, we wanted to look super night. So they put this like Instagram blue filter over everything. Alec Baldwin just looked like he was in a weird, like hotline for men at midnight kind of commercial. And like Connery just looked like all wrinkles. Yeah. Because it just highlighted these wrinkles and the (laughs) white beard. It was like the Santa Claus for bad kids. That's what he is. Yeah. And it's too bad because that's a great scene. Like, it is. It like, really... they should have just shot it sitting at a table somewhere. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. They really and are. It, it wraps up the movie really well. It explains Sean Connery's motivations fully. Yeah. You want to go fishing like a man? Yeah, I do. Fishing. <laughs> it's what all men have in common. My daddy taught me how to fish. Go fishing. USSR, USA. Going fishing like bros. Were you in the hunt for Red October? Yeah. Did you play Alec Baldwin <laughs> playing Jack Ryan? That's I amazing. Wish. I wish. I would fully turn into Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I wanted I wanted the movie to be being Alec Baldwin. Wouldn't that have been a fun movie? <sighs> that would be a fun movie. <laughs> would be a good movie oh my to god. Do. I would I And would, he oh, would yeah. completely do it. Oh for sure. Him he playing fifty different versions of himself? Yeah. 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 Oh no props. He would love that shit. Yeah. Now oh, he God. just gets to be boring. Like, we have a serious problem here. He's and just, I'm like, oh. He's the guy in the suit. It's in just because he now. has so much, like, 30 Rock. And I already loved Alec Baldwin. And I, I, yeah. I know he's problematic. But I always, like, as a person, I'm talking about as an actor. As an actor, he's And 30 Rock just shot my respect up oh my even God. more. Like, I can't imagine it without him. It no. would have been half the show. He was half the show. And everybody on it's really, really good. Yeah. But he was just like... Because he's willing to be a weirdo and a goofball and like... Yeah, and I do think whatever problems he has, he's a very smart man. So he could read that and get the humor Mm -hmm. and get Mm -hmm. what she wanted to come off. If he respects you, like I think he really respects Tina Fey. So he was very well behaved with her and with the show. Now other environments, maybe not so much. Bad Alec, Finn Alec, Grey Alec. I loved all of them. So yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, so, I like thoroughly, oh yeah, thoroughly recommend you check it out. I will quickly so go good. through. We had four different sequels. We had right. Patriot Games, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Cleared present danger, Harrison Ford. The bomb is in play. <laughs> the sum of all fears, starring Ben Affleck. Was that a sequel? Ben Affleck as Jack Ryan. Kill me now. Just... And just a few years ago... A movie based on the Tom Clancy novels, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, starring my favorite, Chris Pine. Talk about a table flip. I was like, ooh, Jack Ryan. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no. So have you heard about the TV series that's coming this fall? Really? Oh, you're going to shit your pants. Oh, no. Who's Jared Leto as fucking Jack Ryan? (laughs) No. Shadow Recruit. I like the actor probably equally bad, but in the opposite direction. Who is it? John Krasinski. I'm not sure I know who that is. From The Office. He played Jim on The Office. Oh. And he just did The Quiet Place. He's married to Emily Blunt. Yeah. He's a, he's good. He I is good. I just do not but that, see that. No, I Unless don't Unless they're going it. back to like they both They want like, a weird like, but even, I mean, he's a bit dull to carry a show, don't you think? I mean, he's great like, I like Like, I like, like him. I think he's fine. Like, it's not, I'm not trying to shit that, on no, him, but I'm just I like, like too, but I Jack just, Ryan. I didn't think that was the choice. I thought, like, I don't It's know. a surprising choice, yeah, but I mean, yeah. maybe, I think some of it always rolls to, like, what's going to make the most people watch? And all these people who love The Office are going to watch it, and mm-hmm. then they're going to be disappointed because it's not going to be funny. Like, that's what I think. Yeah. But they're like, who is bankable? It's John Krasinski. I guess. Yeah. Like, geez. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no real up-and-coming, like, weird, interesting guys that... Because they'd have to go, like, younger, younger. 
I'm glad they didn't do that. No, how old? You I mean he's got to be like late 30s, right? Yeah. Probably. And it's a whole, it's a show. What's it? It's just Jack Ryan doing his shit. Like, is that what the show's called? Yeah, that's exactly what it's called. Jack Ryan doing his shit. And it's just him going around. He's like, I'm doing my shit. And then all these people are like, what? What are you doing? He's like, I'm doing my shit. Shadow recruit. <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, primer. He doesn't look that great. No. Yeah, I was like, like, wow, John, thanks for going to the gym. He's wearing, he's wearing a <laughs> waffle print sweater with a bulletproof vest over top. But the good news is he's he's looking thoughtfully sideways while something yeah. blows up behind him. Oh, there's a trailer we should so watch this that is later. gonna this is going to be full Harrison Ford, the bomb is in play, Jack Ryan. It's okay. not going to be Alec Baldwin, Jack Ryan. No. Let me, let me read the synopsis. Up-and-coming CIA analyst Jack Ryan is thrust into a dangerous field assignment as he uncovers a pattern in terrorist communication that launches him into the center of a dangerous gambit. Yeah, I don't know... Tom Clancy passed away in 2013. Okay. Okay, so that's why the Jack Ryan shadow recruit was based on his Jack Ryan character. Right. And maybe, I mean, there may have even been some material from books that weren't used. But this is going to be full fan fiction of the movies. Like, yeah. that's all it's going to be. Yeah. And that is not the strongest guy to hang it on. Not like, the one thing I will say about Harrison Ford is as dumb as all that shit is, he just rolls with it and he's like, it's happening. And you're like, I guess it is because you're Harrison Ford. <laughs> like, yeah, he sells it. Like, like yeah. once he signs on, yeah. he, he's there. He, yeah. he does his job. Yeah, and he does his Harrison Ford thing yeah. where he's like, yeah, the bomb's in play. I'm going to jump across something. Yeah. Things are blowing up. I yeah. wonder if, like, Ryan Gosling... I mean, he would have been a better choice for sure. I don't think he would do it, but... Ryan Reynolds. <gasps> Ryan Reynolds. Yes! yes! That's exactly who you want. That Ryan would, That Reynolds. would be, like, a good quirky spin. I think totally. even though... I mean, I fucking love Deadpool. But we'll I do think he's yeah. boxed himself really into a corner. Really? I think so, because even before Deadpool, he always played the same jokey jerk. Yeah. And now... I don't know if he can ever play anything else because that has just completely solidified that. His like niche. It's him. It's just him. But yeah. I do think somebody like that would have been good. I really like him. I think I think he is not a great actor, but I think he's as decent as somebody like Harrison Ford. To yeah. be honest. Yeah. It's mostly yeah. him. It's like 90% personality and 10% acting. And like a lot exactly. of like martial arts skills and shit that you do at the gym. And you you got a decent face, and you got yourself a movie star. Yeah, no, he's not he's not a great actor. Like no. I remember seeing he's um, oozing with charm. That's what it is. This like indie drama he did called Fireflies in the Garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's that actually not great. Been a lot of stuff. Most yeah. of it's garbage. Garbage. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, coming back to right, Hunt right. for Red October, <laughs> what would you rate this? Oh, out of five, we're going out of five. 4.5 toupees with ponytails out of 5. Okay. I'm going to go 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5. I'm gonna, minus a few sure. silly things, but really, it's, it's the performances good. just carry it through. The story's great. And the, I do like... enjoy the movie more than the book. Because right. it's much yeah. more, it's humanizing yeah. on both sides, especially mm-hmm. the Russians. Mm-hmm. The Russians don't come off quite that peace-wanting sure. in the in the, the novel. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which, fair enough. But. And there's the Patriot Games, of course, about what? The IRA. Hey. Those guys come off well? Not no, at all. Hey. No. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Speaking of um, claustrophobia. Yes. And because, yeah, so we wanted to do movies where people are sort of trapped in uh, an environment underwater. A different kind of space. A different kind of space. Yeah. Underwater space. But, and this is a bit of a stretch, but there's a great podcast that I'm listening to now. It's called The Habitat. Mm-hmm. And it's an experiment that, yeah, it's done now, but it's uh, six people who volunteer to live in this dome, essentially, for a year because they are testing what it would be like for people to live in this kind of dome on Mars. Like on Mars. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's on Earth, but it's a year-isolated in this area it's It's a really cool podcast big brother yeah inside a biodome exactly exactly yeah it's really cool it's it's interesting to see what happens what's it called again the habitat shout out to the habitat you're welcome they i'm sure they don't we need need that so if you can tweet at them letting them know that we we highlighted them then maybe they'll return the favor you can visit us at patreon.com slash For all of our bonus goodness. And it is good. It is very good. Any other favorite Under the Sea movies? You were talking about 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Splash. Splash. I just want to talk about Splash. 
I love Splash. <laughs> I love Splash. It's so good. Yeah, you'll never top Splash. No. Tom Hanks yeah. at his peak. Well, no, he's... And I he's mean, I watched the finale of Sense8, and I, it did make me decide Daryl Hannah shouldn't be in anything unless she's a cavewoman or a mermaid. Like, that was her two peaks. And an assassin. She's pretty good in Kill Bill. She's pretty good in Kill Bill. Okay. You don't agree? I don't know. I, I think she struggles. Okay. She struggles. Okay. And the older she gets, the less charm <laughs> is in the look. And you're like, wait, oh, no. can you act? She, uh... And she's like, eh. No, I, get, I get by. You I know. get hired. Yeah. I show up. Can Ryan Reynolds? And I'm like, good point, Daryl Hannah. All right. Good All right, Daryl. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do love Splash. I loved it the second it came out. Yeah. Um, and I love Yellow Submarine. That's a submerged world on a lot of drugs. Oh, yeah. Whole bunch of LSD. It's a great pop art ocean fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. any, many in any Bjork video. Oceana. <laughs> that video. Yep. Again. Yeah. Under the Sea Odyssey. Yeah. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Always great. She was my uh, she was my first crush. There are a few other ones. Like, there's one Sphere. There's... Oh, yeah. Let us know what other underwater universe movies we that you're fond out. of. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if there's been that many TV shows, because it's way too fucking expensive. There's an Australian to TV show about mermaids. Well, I meant it's really bad. <laughs> More about it. That sounds like everybody's worst nightmare. <laughs> like, that sounds terrible. It's really bad. I think it's called, like, H2O or something. Is yeah. it all, like, white girls? Oh, in there? obviously. Are your diamonds white? We're mermaids in Australia. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> we live in Melbourne. Yeah, let's get the water. Like shells on their tits. Grow tails. With that. Thank you for joining us today. say thank you for joining us for our Under the Sea adventure. Under the Sea. Get can... watching Alec Baldwin in anything. <sighs> anything. But mostly in The Hunt for Red October. Anything. But this is... Oh, he's so good. You can find us online. Follow us. Give us a shout out. Let us know if you agree with our reviews. If you disagree, what other underwater movies we should check out. We're on Twitter at Pop Parallax. On Instagram at Popular Parallax. You can find us on Facebook. Popular Parallax. Easy to do. I'm gonna just lay back in this stifling heat to an eternal sleep. Good night. Or I wake up in the fall. Forever. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us on our Sub-Zero adventure under the sea. Remember to check out August's sizzling bonus episodes at patreon.com slash popularparallax where we break down Deadpool 2 and then some. Next month we go back to school with the manic, crack-addicted, yet somehow dreamy swap Mr. Sherlock Holmes. See you then.